1: Have you ever had a dream
2: that that you um you had you you
3: you could you do you, you want you you could do so you you do you could, you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything In early 2020 the world shut down Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in Internet Epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Holy as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real life commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break,
1: I couldn't be away from the microphone of my good friend Chrissy Holdy for too long. I missed you. I and the truth you. is, I'm going fucking insane. <laughs> it
2: was. It was wonderful. We, When we first got down there, we saw right away, it rained a little bit, and all of a sudden, a double rainbow appeared in the sky. It's it was, a double rainbow! <laughs> it's a double rainbow!
1: And I said, hey, doctor, I think I'm going to need a bigger you know, thing for my head. I'm going to need a bigger covering <laughs> for my head. <laughs> and he says, I don't think you're going to need a bigger covering for your head. I'm sure those are going to fit your feet just <laughs> fine. You were trying to put the booties? I was
3: trying to put the booties on my head. <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Check your
1: microphone. Check, check your microphone. (laughs) Check your microphone. Check, check your microphone. Check, check your head. Check your head. I, uh, since we're, like, I'm producing this live, right? Which is the first time that we've done this. So now I actually have the music in the background where most of the times I just drop it in. Right. And it's funky. You got the funky flute playing in the background.
2: (laughs) It's almost kind of Saturday Night Live-ish.
1: It is a little bit, isn't it? It's like welcoming (laughs) you into the program with high energy and a little bit of like, you know, it's going to be, you know, whatever you're about to listen to is going to be quirky and funny and the host is going to be incredibly sexy.
2: (laughs) The flute adds flair.
1: Yes. Don't let (laughs) the flute adds (laughs) flair. I've got some flute flair coming right up. On the commercial break.
2: It's jazz flute.
1: It's jazz flute. I don't even know that's jazz flute. That's like funk flute. That is. Yeah. Welcome back like to it. the commercial break. I'm Brian. This is my good friend, Chrissy Hoadley. Episode number 15. We're just plowing through these episodes. You know, we were supposed to take a vacation, but we just didn't even take a vacation. I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we took three days off and now we're right back to it. But I just couldn't, I couldn't be away from the microphone of my good friend, Chrissy Hoadley for too long. I missed you. And the truth is, is I'm going fucking insane (laughs) in this house in the pandemic with a brand new child and an old child. I got a brand new child and then I got an old child. I got the new one, new model that came in, and then I got the old model that's still here. used. That's right. Uh tcbpodcast.com is where you can go to find all the show notes. Find out more about Chrissy and I. Drop us an email and let us know what you'd like to hear on the show. Leave comments, feedbacks, or questions. And every once in a blue moon, we'll do a show just dedicated to emails. And I think that one's going to come up soon. I'd like to I'd like to do that because we're stacking up, and I don't want it to get too too old. I want fresh emails when we do this. Yeah, they just be mindful. Great. Brian likes fresh, <laughs> and that's I love why. Fresh. Yeah, that's why last week I had this whole spiel about how we were going to be off for a couple weeks, and you know they're. There may not be fresh episodes and you might hear something that's dated and then we're gone for one fucking week and we're back. Because Brian can't figure out how to work the fucking audio and so all the episodes that we recorded are now shit. So, But that's okay. Fear not, my friends. Uh, what does Sean had? Did he say? Let not your heart be troubled. Of course, Sean. <laughs> You're a multi-million dollar TV host. What is, what is what there to worry says?
2: about? Yeah. I
1: think so. Let not your heart be troubled, or something like that. Or maybe that's Rush Limbaugh. I don't I know.
2: he has got some trouble right now. He's being sued.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah, but I'm sure, that, that, I'm sure that—that I'm sure that's sexual harassment. That's, oh, yeah. Well, when you're at Fox News and you're sued for sexual yeah. harassment, that's just like it's welcome day, to the club. Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that whole that whole TV newsroom was built on sexual harassment. It's like a restaurant full of children, and they're just all running around touching each other.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> something like that. A restaurant.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I know. Hey, I want to thank everybody who's joined the, the break room on the website. We've got quite a few people that signed up and I think that's super exciting. I, now we have to go do the work. <laughs> <laughs> You're making us work. We don't make any money on this podcast. and Now we actually actually have to go to work, but I've got some good ideas. So I guess that's the... But I also, I have a lot of great ideas in my life that I just never have executed on. So I hope the break room is one I follow through We're going
2: to realize all of your dreams here yeah. at the Commercial Break Making podcast.
1: your dreams come true. <laughs> Little Timmy broke his leg and wants to go to Disney World. <laughs> I haven't slept in 72 hours because of my child. And unfortunately, the break room will not be giving out Disney World. Vacations anytime soon. You you don't want to go to Disney World in the middle of a pandemic, anyway. But there's lots of people that are down there. There are. I'm I'm surprised. I'm a Disney fan. I'm not. I love it. I love Disney. But I read today that Disney expected there to be very high demand for all of their, you know, shit. And all of a sudden, it's not so demandy down there. Like they're, even though they've ratcheted down their. Uh, The amount of people that can come in the attendance level to like 15 or 20 percent, which is just amazing. If you went to Disney World and there was only 15 percent capacity, in my opinion, that's like a dream fucking come true because you pay a lot of money to go down there and then you have to wait 10 hours to get on any ride that that's worth a shit. Right. right? But um, but even with the 15 or 20 percent ratchet down in attendance, they still don't have much demand to go down there. I guess I'm happy that people are smart enough to know that Disney World is probably not where you want to be in the middle of a fucking pandemic. But, you know, listen, to each their own, Hoadley, to each their own.
2: That is very true. To each very their true, own. Brian. To each their <laughs> own. <laughs> yeah, I think you can't, like, the characters and things that come out and hug the kids and whatever, you have to stay away from them. Yeah, no,
1: there's, there's no touch more them. touching. Yep. It's like the Fox Newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> there's no more touching <laughs> So back to I'm thanking everybody that was uh, that joined uh the break room so you can go to the website there's a big button there that says join the break room drop your name and your email address and subscribe to what we're calling a, a monthly newsletter a monthly club and you'll get access to our live shows monthly newsletter with behind the scenes content and an extra free no charge hour of content only available to those who subscribe to The Break Room. And I want to explain something. And I think this Astrid and I were talking about this, and I think this is good to share with the audience here. We don't charge anything for the, the commercial break because we're smart enough to know that no one's going to pay for it uh, anytime soon. So we're just doing this for fun. This is purely just for shits and giggles right now. We appreciate all the people around the world that are listening, but you know, we don't have any intention to charge anytime soon, but there may come a day down the road when we have like a Patreon page or I don't even know if that is. I'm, I, but whatever.
2: <laughs> a founding yeah, member.
1: We're going to have an only fans page <laughs> and, for, and for a $5 tip. Brian will take off his glasses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll shave my beard. Um, and so maybe someday comes when like a lot of podcasts, there's like what they call gated content and it's behind a wall. And if you pay, you know, if you're like a donor of five dollars, you get this much content or ten dollars, you get that much content. Let me repeat. We're not doing that now. The break room is completely 100 percent free. Uh, but I, we had an idea and I think this is a good one for the next 100 people. There's already a bunch of people that have signed up. So those people are already included in what I'm about to say, but the next 100 people that go and sign up, we'll consider them like maybe founding members, right? Of the break room. And so the next 100 people and the people who have so far signed up will be included in this founding member membership. And they will never ever under any circumstances, no matter what we charge, they will never pay anything. So if you're one of the next you know 100 people that sign up to the break room you will never be charged for free shows for content for whatever it is that we put behind a paywall if we ever put it behind a paywall um and I thought that was a really cool thing to do that uh, Astrid had the uh, that idea so go to tcbpodcast.com and join the break room and there you go and if you've already joined the break room you're already included in that group of people so um so like I, I said it. yeah the next 100 people uh and so that would make so let me do a little math in my head I'm really good at math one plus carry the two minus three. If, if you, if we add the next 100 people, that means that there would be 101 total people in the break room founding members. So we have one, so 101 people,
2: 101 people. Did you follow my
1: math there? Yes. So there's one person already signed (laughs) up plus the next hundred people. We'll have 101 people. Perfect. So join the break room uh, and you can go to all our social media and follow us there and uh, subscribe. It's like a podcast. Uh, no, no. Subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes and leave a review. It's like a podcast hug. <laughs> Did you leave a review yet? <laughs> you. Hoban. Did I? Did you?
2: Have I left a review Have, yet? have you I, left didn't, a review? I didn't know if it was allowed for me to leave a review on our own podcast.
1: I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> But if you leave Jesus. a review, then that means we'll have two reviews, mine uh-huh. and yours.
2: <laughs> okay. I will absolutely leave a review or I'll at least, at the very least, have Jeff leave a review. Have
1: Jeff. Make it just so no one gets crazy yes. about anything, right? <laughs> just leave a review and click that little stars on whichever podcast platform you feel like you, you want to so listen There are so many to. out there, that by the way. way. I know. I
2: can't <laughs> believe it. I had no idea once until we started doing this podcast because I've always listened to mine really through Apple and... Then come to find out, Spotify does them, and Podbean, and,
1: Podbean and, and Overcast, Stitcher and Stitcher, and yeah. Castros, and Castos, and yeah, there's a lot of Spotify is a big player mm-hmm. in the marketplace right now. Yeah. iHeartMedia, our former employer, yes. uh, is a big player. They say they're the number one podcasting platform in the world. Now, I don't know what that means, because I think Apple actually has a lion's share of the market, but you know, Clear Channel and iHeartMedia, they you know, yeah, they're the same. <laughs> I know they're the same. They're—I pro- mean—they say they're the number one podcasting platform if, out there, but I don't—I don't know that that's true.
2: I don't know. I know they have they have they have Will Farrell's The Ron Burgundy.
1: Oh, they show. do. Like that's an his, original content to, to iHeart.
2: Yeah, he always talks about it on his show. Yeah, oh. um, or kind of references it. And when you look at the actual podcast, it does say iHeart. So they must be producing. The, and they're a platform. Yeah, I never, thought, I never
1: really thought of Will Ferrell as a, as a clear channel kind of guy. Yeah. But, you know, hey, listen, uh, you know who's running that iHeartMedia now for the, con- the content? Our, our old guy, Chris, uh, what's his name? Remember that, that guy, Chris, that used to run one of the radio stations? Oh, Yeah, right. he's, yeah. Uh, he's over the content over there okay. now. So, you okay. know what? I'll, get, I'll say this. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy's doing a good job. Yeah, so, uh, it's,
2: it's a successful company. Successy company. Although the although their, their festival was really kind of what catapulted them over the, the edge. And then, that, yes, that's probably not going on right now.
1: No, I don't think there's any festivals going on right now. No,
2: there's not. I mean, they're talking 2022.
1: I think that that's probably correct. Because even if you get like, you know, there's some talk about the... Yeah, I don't want to make this whole show about coronavirus yet again. Right. But you know <laughs> it's hard not. I to know it's hard not it to. But you know, I think I hope that maybe some people come here and listen to because they want to get away from coronavirus yes, bullshit. Yes. But I will say this. I think that even if we do get a um a vaccine and there's some sounds like there's some promising vaccine trials mm-hmm. going on, if we get a vaccine, then you have to produce, you know, whatever it is, sixteen and a half billion, you know. Uh, shots of this vaccine twice or three times because they're saying it's going to be like a booster shot. You got to get it a couple times.
0: Oh wow!
2: Yeah, so, it's going to yeah. be a while.
1: I mean, if you know, Bill Gates wants to get his software into your brain, you're going to have to have more than one <laughs> shot. Exactly. Go to Wayfair.com and buy children. <laughs> <laughs> people are going crazy. Holiday. This pandemic got people going shit. It's fucking oh, yeah. nutty. I mean, For sure. nutty. The things that are going on on my Facebook page, it's just, it gets me so riled up, but I'm not going to talk about it because I just promised that I wouldn't make this all yes. about coronavirus. So we'll <laughs> skip it. So, Holney and I are back from a little vacation. Like we said, yes. we were going to take a couple of weeks off, but here we are uh, recording again. And what did you do during vacation?
2: I took a little trip with the fam. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we went down to Amelia Island.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a beautiful island in the northeast coast of Florida. Yes. Yeah, it's it lovely gorgeous. down there. It's it lovely. Was-
2: over a hundred degrees. So it was very, very hot.
1: Was it really it was, over a hundred degrees? Like the actual mm, temperature was over a hundred yeah. degrees? Whoa, shit! That's hot.
2: Yeah, it was yeah, really that, hot.
1: In that Florida humidity, that's hot.
2: Yeah, but it, it was good though. I mean, we were there at the beach. The beach was not crowded at all. I was a little worried about how you know crowded the area was going to be down there, but everybody was very chill and relaxed and kept their distance and. It was it was wonderful. We when we first got down there, we saw right away it rained a little bit, and all of a sudden a double rainbow appeared in the sky. It's a double <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> it's a double rainbow. I know, and I had never seen the the video. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff
3: you never seen the Hawaiian video. guy who's like no. it's a double
2: <laughs> rainbow. That <laughs> was, was so awesome.
1: <laughs> I took stuff and hit some we, acid. Oh.
2: We watched the guy talking about the double rainbow as we were looking at the double. Oh, rainbow. Oh, good
1: for so you. That's that's like a that is quadruple. a dream come true. <laughs> If I was one of those kids that had a wish, I'd be like, "I want the double rainbow guy. When I see a double rainbow, just put, just appear out of nowhere and be like, 'I'm the double rainbow,' and also give me whatever uh fucking you know concoction, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking rainforest concoction he was drinking. He give did. me some of your ayahuasca." back away from the ayahuasca. <laughs> that guy is great. Uh, yeah. So Amelia okay. Island, uh, you know, to, no secret here. We've, I've been there a bunch too. It's beautiful down there. Just absolutely gorgeous. And it is a quiet Island. I think that's, uh, Astrid and I have also been to the Island. That's the one place we went besides my, you know, in my family's house, but yes. uh, that's the one place we've gone during the pandemic too. And it's absolutely gorgeous down there. And there's, there's not a lot of, it's not a very crowded beach. There's a couple of hotels down there and that's it. And so it's mm-hmm. like you know you go and there's plenty of space it's like it's like half a mile between you and the next person. Like, yeah hey, it you doing? really is yeah.
2: yeah it was great very, very slow
1: sleepy very, little island
2: yes yes very nice so but you guys had a good time huh we had an amazing time we did we did witness a double homicide though unfortunately
3: a double <laughs> um, homicide
2: it was a double homicide of a pair of
1: flip flops. <laughs> I thought shit was about to get real for a second. Like, you saw a double homicide on Amelia Island? I don't think there's ever been a homicide on Amelia Island. I think there's only two full-time residents. And they're yeah. both dogs. Right. <laughs> what, yeah. So, what happened? What do you mean your flip-flops died?
2: Well, so the flip-flop story <laughs> is that... We we all there were four of us. We all went to the beach, and we were heading to the beach. And Jeff was up front, and he decided to take his flip flops off before we walked through the sand to go sure. to
1: our spot. Like little wooden boardwalk to the sand, yes. and then sand to the beach. And then when you get off the wooden yeah. boardwalk, you're like, oh, take there my were a flip. But, other
2: people yeah. that had done it too, and we had done it the night before when we first got in and went to the beach because it was it had it was cooler and it had been raining and the sand was fine, but. Jeff te- takes off in the sand and quickly realizes that the sand is very, very hot.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but he's already left the flip-flops up at the thing. Uh, so uh. we, So the girls and I kept ours on and we're fine walking through the sand. So we get there. We, we skip set oh, no. up. We have a great day at the beach. It's so nice. We just decide to pack up and, and head back in. And yeah. uh, Jeff and I are walking and we kind of went ahead of the girls. They stayed down there. And so we, we were walking back up and It's increasingly getting hot on Jeff's feet.
1: Yeah, it's like it's 100 degrees. I mean, it's like (laughs) that sand has got to be on fucking fire.
2: So we're almost up to the little dock thing, and Jeff is like, oh my God, oh my God, like my feet are on fire. Yeah, like I got to
1: run and grab these sandals. He
2: runs to the flip flops and sticks his feet in them.
1: As they're melted.
2: The, the flip flops <laughs> were hotter than the sand. <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh my god! He freaked out, goes taking it off, <laughs> running like towards the grass, and goes, "Will you pick up my flip flops?" <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I could yeah. see Jeff just taking like a face plant into the dune. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, <"Yeah!" laughs> so up the flip flops and they fell apart because they had completely melted into, into two parts. And I mean, I started laughing, and at the same time, I felt so bad for him because his feet literally were burned. I think. Mean. But, but I'm, I pick up the flip flops and they had melted. And
1: Welcome to Florida. We're cooler than hell. I laughing so
2: hard. I started laughing so hard. I actually peed my Oh, my
3: God. I mean, uh uh-uh.
2: uh. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm already in a bathing suit. I just, I like, <laughs> just let it fly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they died.
1: Oh my God. Poor flip-flops. The what poor are these, flip-flops. like a cheap piece of shit flip-flops? Are these the real Ooh, deal? What's going on? They
2: up? were nice. They were they were nice 18 years ago when he got
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> When you met him, when he was wearing them, when you met him?
2: me later
1: that they had lasted for 18 years men are the worst holy my wife has changed me a hundred percent but when i met yeah. my wife i had the same flip-flops i was wearing when i w- met you when i was working clear channel it's like, like you know, yeah they're just like they're a half a millimeter thick because i've just worn them down To the, i got back problems my wife's like i wonder why you might as well be living in a <laughs> Fucking Mexican village with no shoes on. Yeah, oh, poor Jeff. I just have this vision of Jeff like dancing <laughs> like dancing across the sand and then poor like man. jumping into the into the dune. <laughs>
3: like, ah <laughs> oh <my
1: God>. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was
2: crying. My feet are because I was, gonna, awesome. I was I already felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I mean,
1: Take off. Then he has to go get a new pair of flip flops after 18
2: years. I I picked up the flip flops and they just (laughs) melted. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Someone give me some water. The sand really was hot. Oh, it
1: really is hot out here. Florida's tagline is well, at least it's cooler than hell. Florida yeah. <laughs> you can cook breakfast on your forehead <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> ah, i had an uncle like we took this cross country trip one time and i wasn't an uncle I was, like a great uncle and we went to Phoenix, Arizona. We took the trip in in between uh, school years. So like my, I don't know, what was it? My freshman and sophomore year or something. It's was a country trip, 42 days in a car van with my family. Oh, and wow. we stopped in Phoenix, Arizona to see a long lost uncle of my father's who's like my <laughs> great uncle or whatever. And he lives in this Sun City West, which is the, like the world's largest retirement community. I
3: think
1: I've <laughs> and, heard of that. Yeah, it's, and they have one in Florida too, I think in Sun City East. But so it's Sun City West and there's like you know, 10,000 homes and it's just like this village where all these people, these retired people live in these small little homes and it's the middle of the fucking desert and i'll never forget we got to the embassy <laughs> suites where we were staying and there was like a big thermometer sitting over the pool and it said like <laughs> 107 right and i'd never seen anything like this i was right. like it's 107 and it was even too hot to go in the pool like the pool water was so fucking hot you just hot. you didn't want to go and there was not my dad was like you know i are not going in the pool that's gonna boil your fucking <laughs> your fucking nuts off kid your nutbags are gonna fry kid And so we go over to my uncle's house and I'll never forget this. It's this great uncle guy who I think was in World War II or something. He is wearing a fucking cardigan sweater with golf pants and shoes. And he is out back grilling on an open flame grill. And he's not And there's like not a bead of sweat is coming off his forehead. (laughs) And he keeps explaining to my father how it's a dry heat. Like, you know, everyone says it's a dry heat. Right,
2: no humidity.
1: Fucking brain is rotted from the inside out. It's not a dry heat. It's fucking hot. 107 is 107. When your shoes are melting, it's fucking hot. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good.
2: Yes, but good overall, time. it was very nice. And hey, Jeff has a brand new pair of flip flops, and they're awesome.
1: Well, listen, maybe it was time. They're maybe it's awesome. just the universe it telling was. Jeff it was time to get a new fucking pair of flip flops. The
2: universe just burned them up. <laughs> <laughs> they burst into flames.
1: Ah. Well, and hey, you got a good laugh out of it, and you peed yourself. But don't feel like yes. don't feel bad because you're not the only thing peeing itself around here. I. <laughs> I had a daughter when we were gone. <laughs> yes, I did. I had a daughter. Aww, that was a baby. That was interesting. It was interesting to have a baby in in the time of the pant. I mean, listen, anytime you have a baby, it's interesting.
0: Right. It's interesting.
1: It's not like it's a run of the mill. You know, unless you're that lady who has 18 kids and counting or whatever it is. Yes. Um, but we had the baby, and so Astrid uh, had a uh, planned C-section. Uh, like it was like a 10:45 in the morning. And they want you to be there at like 845 in the morning or 830 in the morning. So we get up early. We didn't sleep. The kids and the dogs sure. went away the day before. Like my, you know, the dogs went to the play place and my parents took Matthias, uh, who's my son. And so they all, everyone was away. So my wife and I were actually alone for the first time in a long time in our own house. But of course, there, you know, it's just like we're just packing and getting ready. And then neither right, of us really slept.
2: Anticipation. Yeah, you're
1: just kind of tossing and turning. I mean, I think I got a few hours of sleep. So we get up and you know just everything calm and chill just trying to keep it cool like you know everything's fine yeah. going to have a baby they're going to cut you wide open seven layers deep <laughs> they're going to push a right. baby out of this small incision in your stomach that's going to take months wow. for you to recover from and we get to the hospital and there's like a it's a huge hospital and it's just it's the most um it's the busiest birthing center in the world is this hospital that we go to here in Atlanta And so they have like 200 babies a day or something like that come out of that, this hospital and the seven stories and it's all. Wow. So we get there and you have to check in to kind of the front and check in you know, they want to make sure you're going to pay them and all that other good stuff. (laughs) And so the lady says, yeah, okay, you know, you're all good to go. Just sit. And then a nurse is going to come back and get you. And the last time that we had a baby, Astrid was in active labor when we got in there. So we didn't wait for anything. We just kind of went straight back and they got our a room We go and we sit down and all of a sudden the security guard wheels this lady up and kind of sits her right in front of us. Right. I mean, it's like a huge waiting room. And the security guard wheels this lady up who's holding a bag, like holding her purse, obviously incredibly pregnant and just wheels her and sticks her about six feet in front of us. And I look at Astrid and Astrid looks at me and, you know, she doesn't even look at us. She's just like staring straight down at the bag. And I thought, oh, well, I hope she's okay, right? Maybe she's getting ready to have a C-section too, right? Maybe they're just sure. waiting. Her. Then all of a sudden it's like. Oh. Oh. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. oh my God, what? Is that coming from that lady? Her mouth wasn't open, right? And I was like, is that, is, is that, is that coming from that lady? And she's yeah. like, oh my God, I think that lady's like. Like in, in labor. And then, and then just like... Ah! And I was like, oh my God, this lady's a poor lady. Like somebody help this fucking lady. She's, she's, she's dying here. Right,
2: she's in pain.
1: The lady's just at the front desk just writing shit down, you know, paying no attention to her. And this poor lady is like, I mean, you can tell. Now her head looks like it's about to pop. It's like purple, right? She's like screaming in pain. And, but under her breath, she's try, I think she's trying to hold it in.
2: Whoa.
1: Her, I am assuming husband or significant other, finally walks his ass into the, into the waiting room after about 15 or 20 minutes. So I'm assuming this is how it went. Here, honey, get out of the car. I'm going to go park. Happens a lot. Okay. He comes in after 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. It felt like forever because this lady was moaning right. under her breath. I mean, yes. it was so fucking strange. <laughs> and here comes this guy and he stands about 10 feet away from his wife. I'm assuming it's his wife, right? Because he said, hey, I got the bag. And she's and she's like, oh, okay, okay. Holy! It was the most disturbing thing that I've seen. I mean, like, and I watched my wife give birth. Right, and my wife wasn't making noises like this. This lady was like an active labor, about to give a fucking birth, and here she is screaming in the middle of this hallway. And her husband is like standing away from her, as if she has coronavirus and he doesn't want it. What a fucking asshole! I was, wow. it was really weird. Really strange. Um, they they So anyway, so then they get us back to like the room, right? They put us in a pre-op room. Super did nice. Did you see
2: the lady get some help? Hold I up. did
1: not, actually. They okay. just kind of grabbed us and they said, here, come on. And I it, I can't remember if Astrid said something or somebody said something about, you know, hey, that lady. But I mean, I sure they right. see this all the time. This is probably right. like, hey, you know, yeah, yeah, she's giving birth. She's in the right place. What do you want us to do? We're <laughs> right. getting a <our> room ready. <laughs> Yeah, what do you want us to do? <laughs> She's here yeah. at the burning center. Yeah, at
2: the hospital.
1: <laughs> it's my wow. son. He's sick. Yeah, you're at a hospital. It's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> like people, in if you ever been in an emergency room, and it's like, my husband is sitting here and he is in pain, and it's like, yeah, he's at the hospital. Everything's gonna be fine, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you came to the right place. They take yes. us back to this room, and the lady's like you know, she's like, okay, Astrid, you here, you put this garb on. And then, you know, dad, you're going to put this garb on, which is like, a huge blue overcoat as if I was going into like a beastie boys (laughs) video or something. (laughs) Zip up. So it's, it's this whole package that she puts together and it's a big blue zip coat. Right. And it covers me completely. And then there's a mask and then there's, um, two separate head things to go across your head. Right. They're white and they're they're pretty heavy duty. So I'm. Uh, so as I'm getting dressed and putting this on, the, the doctor comes in and, you know, hey, it's going to be good. We're going to have a good birth, you know. Okay, great. And I'm trying pep to, talk. yeah, a little pep talk. And I'm trying to stick this thing over my head. And I said, hey, doctor, I think I'm going to need a bigger, you know, thing for my head. I'm going to need a bigger covering for my head. <laughs> and he says, I don't think you're going to need a bigger covering for your head. I'm sure those are going to fit your feet just fine. <laughs> I was trying to, try to the the put the booties on my head. <laughs> I hadn't put two and two together. And there was like a left one and a right one. <laughs> right. <I was> just <laughs> what do I do, Doc? Do I stitch these together? <laughs> right. Do I tape I do them? them? Do they go for my ears? Is, this, is that what the right and the left one for? They're Are they mittens? Earmuffs. Are they mittens?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, wow. my God. So That's Yeah. That's and, a
2: funny mistake to make. I mean, I'm sure you were kind of out of sorts. and you know, I felt like I was pretty with ahead. it, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I found myself relatively and strangely calm during this whole process. Like, I thought I would be a little more freaked out than I was. But they get you back. And so, the, the, you know, once the epidural comes, like, the epidural is like a whole fucking process. And so the last epidural that my wife got, the doctor came in right when it was like, you know, she was feeling enough pain that it was time for epidural. So she gave regular mm. you know regular vaginal labor last time. So when the uh, anesthetician came in, it was a lady and she had an assistant with her, but it was me, Astrid, and the two anestheti- uh, the anesthetists. Do you call them anesthetists or is that who takes care of your fingernails? Yeah, the anesthetician.
2: Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist.
1: The anesthetist. <laughs> the lady who's removing hair from your vagina comes in and it's just me. And-
2: <laughs> That's an esthetician.
1: That's an esthetician? <laughs> what is an Anesthetician.
3: <laughs>
2: An esthetician is somebody who does facials and does, uh, yeah, hair removal uh, and, um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as much schooling yeah, is involved in More
1: proof to anybody who listens to this podcast <laughs> that you should never take anything I say with a, with a degree of seriousness it because I don't know good. what the fuck I'm talking about. So the anesthesiologist and yes. her assistant is there on the first birth and I actually helped keep Astrid steady while they put it in. Right. So I was right there. I watched the whole thing. It's rather disturbing. It's just as disturbing as, as described. It's a huge needle that they stick right directly in between two of your uh, vertebrae. But this time a whole crew came in like two nurses, two anesthesiologists, uh, somebody else. And then they kicked the doctor's chair across the room. And when the, the anesthesiologist, like the head guy who was like, no joke, no, there was, he didn't have a bit of sense of humor whatsoever he just kind of kicks the chair and he goes, okay, dad, you're going to sit there and don't move. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) You know, can I can't watch hold my wife's hand (laughs) or something. And uh, he was like, stay there, stay right there. Right. And so later on, I learned that, that they now have it in practice that the dads have to sit on the other side of the room because too many of them while holding the wife's hand or while watching or while looking will pass out and cause like, they don't want them. They don't want the you don't want to move while someone's sticking a needle in the back of your fucking right. vertebrae. That so makes sense. dads pass out all the time when they're watching this process happen. And apparently now it's like a, like you have to sit on the opposite side of the room or leave the room. One of the two. But they need to do their job and they don't want any danger. So I sat there and once the... Ana- like it was very calm until the anesthesiologist put the epidural in. And then it was like showtime, right? It, right. Th- they quickly made sure that she was numb. And then the doctor comes in and he says, hey, listen... I'm going to go in. I'm going to prep your wife. There's going to be a bunch of people in the operating room. You're going to sit outside on a chair. And when we're ready to go, I'm going to come get you. It'll be about 10, 15 minutes. And so there's this weird, strange time where there's about 10 to 15 minutes sitting right outside the operating room when it's just me, me with my thoughts. There's no one else, you know, no one else around, yeah. right? It's just me and my thoughts. And the only thing I could think of is how we get more subscribers to the break room. So I thought that... <laughs>
2: I think you were texting me while you were in the hospital. I, think I, I might wondered.
1: Have been. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I took a few minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, it's really yeah. weird." Like, it's I'm gonna have another life to take care of here, in just like in a millisecond. But then also, I hope everything goes okay, right? Because right. I I watched how many people walked into the room, and I realized just how serious this is. So then these two. Yeah really nice I'm assuming Nigerian men because that sounded like the accent they had two Nigerian men one really tall one really short come over they're all dressed up and they said hello Brian yeah I'm going to be you dad okay man you're going to be a baby you know you're going to have a baby congratulations we are the baby technicians and we're going to take care right and I was like take care of what and he's like we take care of the babies as soon as they come out we're going to take the baby for 10 minutes and then I'm going to give them back to you I promise right and he's like but I don't want you to worry about anything standard protocol all good and I was like
2: oh get them cleaned up and everything Okay, yeah because you know
1: when, okay. when you have a c section, when you have a regular birth, the baby has time to cough out all the bullshit. And it's a mm-hmm. process, like their, their rib cage is squeezed while they're going through mm-hmm. the vagina. We're giving right, the I'm giving canal. Yes, I'm now a, a phlebotomist <laughs> giving a, a lesson on how ba- babies work. So they can cough with out the all that with the help bullshit of an
2: esthetician, with
1: the help of an esthetist. <laughs> So, but when you have a C-section, you know, it, it's not quite prime time. Like the baby's not ready. Oh, here's the strange thing too, is that actually Astrid on the way to the hospital says, I think I'm having a contraction. And when they hooked her up to the machine, when we got to the hospital, she was having contractions. The baby was coming anyway. Oh, wow. So, and they were low and slow. So, I mean, it could have been a day or two or three or whatever, but the baby was making, mm-hmm. she was making her way out, right? One way or the other, she was she coming. Was ready. So... Yeah. 15 minutes go. So the guys go in there and I say, okay, whatever. You know, I guess that sounds good. And, you know, 15 minutes go by. And then one of the doctors comes out and says, okay, it's showtime. I want you to put your hands in the air, walk straight back to where your wife is you know, and sit with her. Right. And so I walk into the room and Astrid's feet are at one end and her head's at the other and there's a big screen across her chest, really the top Mm. of her chest. So I walk in and Mm. I walk past her belly. And as I walk, there's just a little, you know, there's a drape with a little hole cut out where her belly button is and they're putting iodine around it. Right. And so I sit next to Astrid and the anesthesiologist's assistant is now standing there and he's really nice and helpful. He says, I'm going to tell you everything that's going on. Don't worry. I'll walk you through the entire thing. I'll watch so you don't have to. Right. And we're like, okay, great. And so totally. When I say this, I'm not even kidding. I sat down and two and a half minutes later, I had a child it happened wow. so incredibly quickly. And I guess maybe that's how it's designed to happen. Like it's supposed to happen mm-hmm. very quickly. So there's you know not a lot of trauma to the baby or the mama, <clears throat> but I couldn't believe how quick we had been told 45 minutes. It happened in two. Like, I mean, it happened so quickly. Wow. And I mean, it was just so strange. So when the, when, you know, you could kind of tell what was going on, but I couldn't see anything. So I just stared at Astrid and both of us are, you know, tears in our eyes and we're going to have a yeah. baby and all this. And you can hear the doctor say, Okay, she's coming out. Do you want to see? <clears throat> oh. Daddy, like Papa, do you want to see? Right? And I told myself if I was given this option, I would not look because we talked about this. Right. Yes. And but like a fucking idiot, just like when they asked me this with the vaginal birth. It's like a fucking reaction. (laughs) I said, no, I don't think so. As I was standing up. Right. I'm like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And I stand up and I was like, oh, my God. I actually just saw them pulling the baby out, like her feet coming out. And it's like, it was the most amazing thing in the world. So here we are. Now we have a new baby. The baby's crying right off the bat. So, you know, that's a a good sign. Everything's healthy. Everyone's doing good, right? The baby's crying. And so they hold the baby, they take a little piece of the plastic down and they hold the baby up. They don't want you to touch it before they, you know, do whatever they're going to do to it. Mm -hmm. But they show the baby, healthy baby girl, and everyone's happy, right? Mama and baby
2: are doing really well.
1: I couldn't believe how incredibly quickly this happened. I mean, really quickly. And they stitched her up really quickly. I went with the baby and they stitched her up and, and, uh, and the baby was good at that hospital. Yeah. Well, listen, 200 a day, you know what I'm saying? I
2: was going to say, yeah. And our OBGYN
1: is one of the most busy OBGYNs in the country. And so they're really known for, um, for doing this and doing it professionally. So we have a little baby girl and she's just beautiful. And for the most part, Astrid did good, except, you know, she has this bad happen. She has syncope. Do you know what syncope is?
2: No, I don't.
1: It's like low blood pressure, right? And it's not bad, low blood pressure. It's just lower blood pressure than the normal human being, right? It's like Mm -hmm. the low on the low end of blood pressure. And so she's prone to if she's sick or on medication or whatever, she's prone to passing out. And Mm. like passing out is a very scary thing. If you've ever seen it for, (laughs) for real. (laughs) And so
2: not like a drunk
1: pass. No, 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 no. Not like a drunk. Like I just fell asleep (laughs) on the bar, but like (laughs) you're going down like a, like a fucking log that has just been cut. Right. Right. Your color comes out of your face and you just go down and you hit the deck. And uh, yeah, Astrid likes to do that to me. And it was, I had to pull like the emergency red cord in the room, you know, we're there for like five days afterwards. So I had to pull that cord a couple of times and I'll tell you what, those girls were there fast, man. They came fucking quick. They came like fire. I, I pulled that cord and it was like a second later when someone was busting through that door. Oh, that is she, you know? And they're all like yeah. all the really, there's so many great nurses that were there. And I, I wish I could say all their names on air, but I don't want to embarrass them or, you know, I'm not, I don't have their permission to say their names on air. No but a lot listening. of Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only people who are listening are Astrid and her mother. <laughs> We are 199 listeners away from 200 listeners.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yay!
1: (laughs) We're now celebrating... We're now celebrating our third listener!
2: Yay! <laughs> I love it.
1: So, I, but a lot of the ladies that were there, that worked there, they were from a different country, right? Jamaica or Nigeria or uh, Brasilia. Um, Brasilia. I just, said, I just say the fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, Brian? This is what happens when you don't have sleep for like two right.
2: weeks. Straight. Yes. Okay.
1: And my little baby and so they're from different countries and they come here and they they work miracles and they're so loving and wonderful. And I just gotta say thank you to all of all of them. If they're listening, oh, I told well, them that makes about the process. Yeah, I told them about my podcast. You know, I said, hey, listen to the commercial break. And a few of them didn't show up for the next shift. They're like, oh no, that lady <laughs>
3: called out sick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you sure you don't want to leave today? We're giving you a discount on your bill. <laughs> do you have a room where I could record? Right.
2: <laughs> I've got my gear
1: uh, with That's poor Astrid. She's on her back and she's like all cut up and like, you know, <laughs> doped up on morphine. And I'm like, what do you think about this idea for the podcast? <laughs> she's like, you better get a real job. You got another kid now. <laughs> this is a real job. They're going to pay this. us someday.
2: Mm. Oh, well, congratulations. Well, thank you. To the you baby's here. And yeah, but
1: the baby doesn't have any bladder control. The baby has peed more in my hand than she has in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the equipment's different. I don't know if they tell you this uh, in school, but the equipment's different for the men and the women, for the boys and the I girls. I've heard this. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the boys, <laughs> the whole, yeah, they can the shoot across world. the room. <laughs> <laughs> they can shoot across the room on a Tuesday the girls just kind of trickle out and you know so yeah. i when I'm changing the baby it's just she always seems to maybe it's my warm hands and she's just like oh, it's time to pee That's uh,
2: she's she's associated changing with yeah. time to pee
1: and she's also getting used Aww. to using her stomach like her anus so she's like, she's she's it's
2: got anus control problems <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 she's a magic anus worker <laughs>
2: That goes on for a little while. I yeah, it think.
1: does. They have to get have to get used to real food. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, there's my break. I took a break. I had a baby. Here she is. And uh, she's just. Yay. A, yeah, thank you very much. So now I got to raise her.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, now, now you
1: do. I told her, I said, well, you're shitting. <laughs> you're shitting solid. <laughs> now you got to pay rent. That's how it works. That's, <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> the grain household.
1: Oh, speaking of um, passing out. So the day after we got back from the hospital, I went to FedEx to to mail something out and I'm standing at the FedEx line and there is a guy and a, like a, a guy and a teen, teenage guy and a teenage girl that are standing there and they're mailing out a package and I'm just kind of behind them waiting like six feet and yeah. they don't have masks on. It's not the point of the story, but they don't have masks on. And uh, and the other lady standing next to them doesn't have a mask on. But as I'm watching the guy, he's talking to the lady, having a conversation with her. I watch as the young girl who's very skinny and tall. Right. And her hair's dyed blue, but, you know, kind of young, like I would say 15 years old. I watch as whatever color was in her face goes away. And she kind of crumped down on one arm onto the like really quickly, like just kind of fell down onto like her elbow onto the counter. And then all of a sudden, and I knew, then I knew something was wrong. I was like, oh, but no one kind of noticed, right? Even the guy that was with her just kind of looked at her and then started talking again. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then the elbow came out from under her and she went head first into the counter and then fell straight backwards onto the back of her head. Passed out fucking cold, holy. I mean, cold, like Astrid, I woke up, we woke up with some smelling salts. This girl was out like a fucking light. I mean, we couldn't wake her up. I'm like snapping my fingers, smacking her face. I mean, this poor girl was out. And then she wakes up and you could tell like she's, they reeked of pot, like reeked of marijuana. So I thought to myself, this girl is just really high, right? She's really high high, and she knocked herself out. She got too high for her skinny little frame and she's not used to it and so i asked the guy that she's with like the fedex people are scrambling around one of them says that i'm a retired nurse so let me help oh. and so she runs back to grab whatever she like a cold cloth or something and i'm trying to wake this girl up she's like in and out of consciousness and i turn to the to the kid and i go hey man y'all been smoking weed like i'm, I'm not a cop i'm just asking because that may that may explain what's going on here and he's like no no, never touched this. What? Weed? No, we don't smoke that. (laughs) I never smoked weed in my entire life. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking dipshit. Your friend just fucking (laughs) smacked her head. And she was bleeding too. And I'm like, your friend just fucking smacked her head. Like, you know, come on, man. No one cares about the weed. But you know, it's just weird that like three days in a row, I'm watching some people pass out.
2: Oh my gosh. Do you think it's me (laughs) and my good looks? It is. Now you can recognize the signs.
1: (laughs) Some people I'm like, I I feel like I'm like a Harrison Ford. Like I get better with age.
2: You're exactly like Harrison Ford, Brian.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh my God! So anyway, so that was my uh, that that was my vacation, quote unquote, my vacation. Hey, did you see that? Uh, did you see that Trump uh, tweeted out wear a mask? Did you see that?
2: I did see that. Isn't I that amazing? Did see that yesterday, and then he showed up to an event last night with no mask. So boom. listen,
1: that's Trump <laughs> for you. He likes to stoke the fire. When I saw that tweet go out and I saw the picture, I feel like I heard a million Facebook posts being deleted at one time. Like I could hear it like (laughs) the the suck of Facebook posts being deleted. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I guess I get a bit of egg in my face. (laughs) Honestly, I don't care how he gets there and I don't care if you're late to the party. It's okay with me.
2: It's a, yeah, it is. It's gotta be done. We got to change it. We got to get this controlled.
1: So, I, yeah, and there's, there's only one or two ways to do that. You know, one of those two ways is we can hire an anesthetician
3: to (laughs) to figure out the problem
1: (laughs) or we can wear masks. Uh, And so I'm going to get a degree in, uh, internet (laughs) anesthesia, (laughs) anesthesiology.
2: Perfect.
1: (sighs) Uh, Well, I appreciate you jumping on here last minute and and having Absolutely. a wrap with me. I miss me. you. Yeah, I miss I you too. I know, I it's been too you. long. So Okay, we'll come back with another episode uh, next week. Make sure you go to tcbpodcast.com to find out more about the show, read show notes, all that good stuff at The Commercial Break, for, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We're all there. Please join there and subscribe. If you like the show, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, whichever it may be. And we want to say hello to all of our listeners out there internationally. We didn't get to say hello to specific countries today, but Estonia is back, by the way. More people Yay! listening from Estonia. So I
0: love cheers. Estonia.
1: Yeah, I love Estonia too. <laughs> it's a beautiful country. Like you look at pictures and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, it's yes. really pretty in Estonia. It is. <laughs> Maybe someone will pay for us to go there. Yes. When we have oh, an OnlyFans sure. page. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next 100 people who sign up to the break room at tcbpodcast.com. Next 100 people will be part of the founding members, and you will never pay for anything that we charge for as far as content is concerned. Uh, ever, ever, ever. You will be in on the ground floor. I will consider you a p- close personal friend of mine. So the next 100 people, and that will <laughs> that will mean I have 101 close personal friends, <laughs> Hoadley, and the 100 people who join. <laughs> <laughs> The break room. So thank you very much. And what can I say? What else is there to say? Wear a fucking mask. I love you.
2: Well, I love you too, Brian.
1: We'll see you next week on the commercial break.
2: Bye. See you next week. Bye.
3: Email us at thecommercialb@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Find us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commercial Break. New episodes drop every Wednesday. We can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley.